the Saratoga Saturday Late Pick 5 edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa, Survivor, and Circa Millions contests. It's $14 million up for grabs, and you can get all the details at circasports.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Oh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn. Oh, man, hold on. I messed that up. I got my Cuban link on. Yes, Cuban B. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn, again, but with music. They say Mississippi burning, I'm sipping, serving, God, I'd say it takes like three times to make a habit, and I thought I had done that easily three times, if not more. Uh, I just talked about how much, uh, you know, how great I was. Just a real, just, you know, Kanye level of heaping adulation uh, upon myself whenever Barry was on yesterday. Oh, man. Guys, I'm going to be honest. I think I had uh, just too much Saratoga right off the bat. Uh, I was like that guy sitting on a park bench at the beginning of Wayne's World. Um, very much spew into this sort of vibes. I, you know, I'm already just kind of a crazy insomniac. Go days without sleeping at times. And I has gone days without sleeping. So I finally fell asleep last night. Uh, apparently your body needs sleep and, uh, doesn't give a shit what, uh, you know, alarm clocks say. Uh, so I slept through two of those shits. Slept to like 11. Put me behind the eight ball today. It's been a weird day. Uh, but at least we had some success, had a little bit of success. Uh, if you listen to the bankroll builder show with the man himself, uh, the sniper, uh, you know, we hit, we hit a couple of horses that we had as top picks. We came up just shy of really doing the thing in the, uh, Wilton stakes in the fourth, uh, with just Catherine coming up just short at a big price, making the close in a pretty, pretty impressive race. <sighs> you know, it happens. It's been a, interesting meet thus far uh what happened to me with the saturday card actually i'd been banking on uh you know wet tracks for a couple days and this one being the the you know the saturday card coming up being the wettest of all so i'd capped that thing for a wet track realize that's not going to happen uh and instead of sounding like a dick and giving you a bunch of horses that don't really apply for the wet track i had to go back through and cap the damn card again so that's what i've done that's what i've done and in fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about tomorrow, the late pick five uh, at Saratoga. So at Saratoga this Saturday, the 15th of July, year of our Lord, 2023. And it's the late pick five starting in race seven. First post for this 11 race card is 1.10 p.m. Eastern time, 12.10 p.m. God's time. Uh, post time for the sequence, the seventh race is 4.26 Eastern, 3.26 God's. Uh, it includes the grade three Kelso and a race I feel like is uh, infuriating to most uh, most years, the grade three Sanford. Let's go ahead. Let's kick it off. Let's start off with race seven. You know what? No, no, there wasn't enough energy there. Let's let's get this. Going. Let's go ahead. Let's kick it off with race seven. Oh, 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 come on. 
Ooh. Yeah, when they speed up that. Yeah. Ooh. Gets me hype. Gets me ready to go. It gets me ready to wager on horses that extremely wealthy white people own. All right. So race seven and five and a half furlongs, 62 and a half. Or sorry, $62,500. Non-winners at two-somethings. Optional claimer. It's on the melon turf. Uh, now that it seems that we can safely presume that this will stay on the turf, uh, this stays a pretty competitive little race. Now, there, there's a good amount of the of early speed, which you would expect from a five and a half uh, furlong sprint. But it's still a good spread of run styles, and I think it stays kind of interesting. And I think that this sets up for a horse that's coming from the second wave of pace, uh, you know, that gets first run at what I think is going to be a three-way speed struggle here, really. Uh, it's going to be between the firster uh, on turf for West Ward, the two, Bomb Diggity, who was in the Stephen Asmussen barn, uh, but gets the change over to the West Ward barn Instantly goes in on the turf. Didn't show anything on dirt. Could it be that this one was just a turf horse and the, you know, connection the owners wanted them to be with one of the best turf sprint trainers in the world? Could be. Um, you've also got the five Lady Milagro, uh, who I think a lot of people will think will be the clear cut speed. I'm not sure if it's necessarily the case. And then the six glitter up. Those should three should be kind of fanned out going for first. Um I also think that after the deluge of rain that they had Thursday night, this track might be kind of tiring for early speed. If it's a little bit boggy, a little bit soft and the rail might get a little bit chewed up. So I'm looking for a horse. I think that uh, is going to be able to make that closing move might stay a little bit wider in the middle of the track to do so. And that lends me on my top pick, the seven Tracy Ann's legacy at 10 to one. So starting the 20, 23 campaign tracy ann's legacy i mean really coming into form uh she was a winner uh of two of three at tampa uh before a disappointing seventh uh in a handicap at Gulfstream, with a valid excuse though uh there was some gate trouble there um and was never really uh never really involved you know the move that this one likes to make i think is is the move that that's going to be the winner on the turf tomorrow uh, and it's going to be coming from within two links back. So that's seven Tracy Ann's legacy at a price 10 to one. That is my top pick here. I'm also going to be using one more horse in this race. And that's the three bowl of cherries at 60, uh, six to one. Uh, this one is, uh, in for the just obnoxiously hot David Jacobs. Say this, say go DJ. So this one was has been kind of knocking around the mid-Atlantic after being claimed uh, out of California at Santa Anita. Uh, I do think that this one is more than talented enough, though, to, to step into uh, the big boy racing in New York uh, after coming over from Monmouth and also racing at Penn National. Uh, you know, I think it can be competitive, and the run style fits just the same as Tracy Ann's legacy. You know, sometimes how do you solve a problem? You just solve, throw a run style at it. It's a numbers game, especially with these off-pace horses. All right, that is race seven. Top pick, the seven, Tracy Ann's Legacy. And we're also using the three, Bowl of Cherries. Isn't life just one of those? Like, you know, bowls of cherries. I don't really know what that means. But I do know what this means. Smooth transition. 
And at the Circa Sports, Circa Millions and Circa Survivor, they are back. There's $14 million in guaranteed prizes. It's up for grabs. The Circa Millions, you just have to pick five NFL games against the spread each week. For Circa Survivor, you just got to pick one winner on the money line each week. You enter it in Vegas, you play it from anywhere. The Sports Gambling Podcast will be out there last weekend in August. Check out CircusSports.com for all the details. That's CircusSports.com. Just think about what you would do with $14 million. All the people that you would just tell the fuck right off. That sounds like a, you know what? With $14 million, I don't know. I'd probably go to my old places of employment and dip my balls in my old boss's coffee cups. You know why? Because $14 million is enough to beat the case. That's why. That's my dream, honestly. Um, it, it's something I think it's Jared Kai, Jared Carmichael, the uh, stand-up uh, said, which was uh, someone asked him, you know, how much money he he had, and he was like, enough to beat the case. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's how much money this pays. Enough for me uh, to just make a shoplifting charge, just go the fuck away. That sort of gangster stuff. Moving on, race eight, second leg of this pick five. It's a seven furlong, $88,000 New York bred maiden special weight on the dirt. Remember, it's seven furlongs. Uh, this actually uh, got burned on opening day, but I, I, I still maintain it uh, until I see more of the same. Is that seven furlongs when the strongest bias is at Saratoga is those inside three, especially if they're an early speed type. Uh, those are hard to bet uh, because the outside has a distinct advantage. Now, the exception is going to be like the horse that won um, on Thursday. If you can tip off the rail, if you're more of an off-pace horse, you can tip off the rail, you're good. But if you're up there in the mix and going to get pinned inside, not good for you. All right. It's a tough little maiden race here, what I call the bastard distance of seven furlongs. Uh, and there are some interesting horses here if you play, you know, weight breaks and uh, equipment changes, which, oh, man, I do. I do super hard. Little pig boy. Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch, baby. Mistress gets the stand on. So I'm going to use an equipment change. Well, a little bit of you know, a really dirty running line sprinkled in here to try to take advantage of a main track that uh, really liked inside speed on Friday. And my top pick is going to be the four Montauk Mystique at 20 to one. I love this kind of play. I really do. Um, there are some things, you know, that make this pretty attractive little long shot play, even though it's a super dirty running line. Um, Montauk Mystique had to break from post eight of nine and almost walked out of the gate uh, with the horse inside of her having a little bit of trouble, I think, messing her up. Ads Blinks today is more inwardly drawn, and with the performance that I see in this uh, other race, this looks like a horse that needs the lead and just didn't make it on debut. Had some circumstances and didn't make the lead. And packed it in. 
that happens a lot with these early speed horses. If they're not out there at first call, if they know they're beat early, they're just fucking beat. They're not going to be moving up. They're not going to magically change what they do. I think that that's a giveaway that Montauk Mystique is going to be one of those needs some early, you know, needs to be out on the front horses. And adding the blinks, being a little bit more inwardly drawn is going to give Montauk Mystique a little bit of a different look at it. Uh, First of all, you know, what happened last time was it looked like a horse kind of broke slow and there was like some reaction to it. Put the blinks on, have the horse just looking forward, ready to fire straight. That's why some people say it gives it can give a couple links of, of uh, extra gate speed, you know. And if this horse that I think might be uh, have to have the lead horse gets to the first call on the lead, watch the fuck out because these are the types that can get brave. So I will be using the four Montauk Mystique as my top pick. Uh, I'm also going to be using the five Bon Edu at 10 to one. This one's had two straight trouble trips after a big improvement in the second career race over a fast track. And this one's uh, just, you know, it seems like the the theme of horses this summer. It's it's just a horse that needs a fast track. Finally getting a fast track here. So I do think that Bonadu could take a step up. Uh, The 10, Ichiban. Uh, Ichiban could easily be the uh, speed of speed in this race. Uh, The problem is that the horse has to do so from a, a super wide post. Um, you know, it's going to make it kind of tough to, to get out there and, and clear from the, uh, from that wide position. But I mean, it's not, not like the horse isn't necessarily fast enough to do it. And the other one I'm going to use is the 11 uh, mem at six to one. Um, and to quote rapper mems, uh, he hot. Cause he fly. You ain't cause you're not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. And Mims was talking about himself, so I only assume that Mim, the singular, uh, counts. So, this one showed the ability to pass last time in the mud and just flatten out. You know, made a big move, started rolling, and then just couldn't make up any more ground. Just flattened out over a tiring, muddy surface. Uh, I think Mim, with a fair, dry track, could easily uh, be the horse that can actually pass other horses and uh you know swipe you know sweeps in from the clouds so i'm using those four that's going to be my top pick the four montauk mystique the five bonadieu uh the 10 ichiban and the 11 miam all right now we hit the first graded stake of the sequence not of the card uh there is a uh, just fucking travesty of a stakes race earlier in the card with the diana uh, where you have five horses, four of them trained by uh, Chad Brown. How is this not uh, collusion? Hot term in horse racing right now, or uh, fraud somehow? I just I will see you in Gitmo for this, Chad. All right, so the Kelso eight furlongs, one hundred seventy five thousand dollar Kelso stakes, Grade Three. It is on the inner turf. Um, this duel should be on from the jump uh, with with Big Everest and uh, Philo the Ariana. Everest needs the lead this is a horse that bonafide has to be in front but Fila de ariana doesn't necessarily need the lead uh so it's going to be everest who will be under the most pressure early because it could just be Fila de ariana who will get up there and and stock him pretty close because she can do or you know Fila de ariana he can do uh a lot uh you know in terms of, of running style there's there's a lot of very you know variance there um 
I, given that there's a, a hottish pace duel early and the turf will be drying out and could be pretty soft, I think the winner could come from about the middle of the pack uh, and probably wants to be wide on this track, um, which led me to uh, throw out a horse, uh, one, because of the projected path, two, uh, because with this on the ticket, uh, it, you know, it might be a ticket that doesn't really pay much. Uh, if you notice, I'm I'm on some prices in the first two. I'm going to stay on some prices here with these. I'm really trying to go for, for something big here. I feel like there's the possibility that if I spend a lot, a little bit more on these bigger prices, I might have a bigger boom. So top pick here is uh, going to be the seven Anaconda. Uh, just everyone remembers that JLo John Voight classic. Um, I've never been the same since I watched John Voight be vomited by a gigantic snake. So six to one. And I've heard some steam elsewhere about this horse, so I don't think you're going to see this price. But I think you're, there should still be value here. I do think you'll still get a good price. Uh, I, you know, has a win in the elusive quality, and then uh, an improving speed figure after a slow start in the poker at Belmont, uh, and the horse finished a respectable fourth against a decent field after being kind of behind the eight ball right out of the gate. So I do think Anaconda runs back well. I do think that she's probably going to come from about you know two ish, three ish back. Uh, middle of the pack, wide, uh, so it makes makes sense to me. And then I'm also going to use the six, uh, Philo de Ariana at five to one. Um, Philo de Ariana, I, I mean, kind of looks great. I, I worry the reason that she's not the the top, or sorry, the worry that the reason that he's not the top pick is going to be, dude. If you're going to give your your horse a, a name like Philo de Ariana, I mean that clearly ends in Ariana, like Grande. So. I'm going to mess up your horse's gender. If you, if you give it a very um, feminine, in the Italian language sort of name, Anywho, here we go. Um, if this, if I wasn't so concerned that Philo di Ariana was going to get caught up and stuck in a duel, uh, I would probably make it my top pick, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, you know, just because I think it could get chewed up by, by a, a suicide pact with a big Everest. Um, but I do think that the horse can rate just off, and that's what we'll have to do and just kind of sit off of Everest uh, until they hit the top of the stretch and it's time to roll. And the last time this horse, uh, this is why I'm really high on it, is there's an interesting pattern here. The last time this horse was two off of a $80,000 optional claimer on the all-weather at Woodbine, the second race following that race, it put up a career best and won the grade two King Edward going a mile uh, at uh, Woodbine. So now you have an $80,000 optional claimer at Woodbine on the all-weather. Runs back in the uh, grade two poker for a second by a neck, kind of similar to how it ran back in a grade two at Woodbine and won. Uh, and now this could be kind of like the King Edward race pop where uh, the horse really throws a, a huge figure, which it kind of, with the way it's tracking with that little bit of improvement that it had in the, in the poker, it could hit another top, maybe a triple figure speed, you know, triple figure speed figure here and, and win this race. Um, so I'm definitely going to use this. I'd be very much interested in a uh, Anaconda Philo de Ariana box exacta uh, or, you know, playing an Anaconda straight over Philo YOLO. That's how I do. It's how I do. It's how I live my life.
I'm going to say. La Vida Loca, as Ricky Martin would say. I'm going crazy here. It's absolutely insane. It's okay because Underdog Fantasy is going insane with their Best Ball Mania 4, too. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. And that Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and they're giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code S to the G to the P to the N. Just kidding. Don't say that. It's just promo code SGPN. (sighs) Refreshing. Refreshing to talk about just some high-quality sponsors. If you want to help us out at the show, help our sponsors out. Take advantage of some of these cool things that they got going. We are into the penultimate leg, the feature, the the race 10, six furlong, $175,000 Sanford stakes, grade three on the dirt. I'm going to be honest. These two-year-old graded sprint stakes races uh, in the early summer are always what you would call a uh, fucking nightmare. They're all just so lightly raced, sometimes even maidens, you know, in the case of the Schuylerville on, on uh, Thursday. Uh, You know, they have a chance to win these races. Anybody has a chance. I think the real diamonds in the rough as, as, uh, was it Jafar? No. Yeah. Maybe. No. Was it Jafar? I don't know. I don't remember Aladdin very well. I didn't see the live action. I didn't have any problem with it. I just, well, I do have a problem. You know what? I do have a problem with them making live action movies of the Disney movies in my youth. It's very, uh, say I don't like it. What were we talking about? Ah, yes. The real diamonds in the rough in these sort of races are the horses that I think show that they can actually pass other horses. Uh, It feels like the story of every summer is there is, you know, a a horse that's going to run them all into the ground. But here's the deal. Most of this field is going to rely on breaking fast and trying to run everyone else into the ground. Just by nature, these races are built to blow up. And a lot of times they blow up gloriously because sometimes – we just completely forget this shit. And we just, oh, yeah, let's just, oh, we're going to take, oh, oh, we're going to take fast as a two-year-old. That doesn't always work. Um, you know, the horse that's the overwhelming favorite in these races is always one of them that is in the run into the ground column. And usually they run strong, but fall victim uh, to a closer from the crowd, clouds, usually with uh, Joel Rosario on it. Maybe uh, Junior, Junior Alvarado, Mini Joel. Um Maybe some no-name jock because it's the only fucking horse in the field that can close. Who are we picking? I'm taking the seven. Uh, Triple Treya at 10 to one. A first out maiden winner on the all-weather. And I think everyone knows how I feel about all-weather shippers. Little pig boy comes from the dirt. <laughs> He's a weasley little mud grub who needs to be stood on. Little pig boy. Hmm. At Woodbine, the horse was four and a half lengths back at the second call. And the bullet work at Woodbine before this race, you know, know, there was a bullet workout at Woodbine before this race, which I don't mind. I know I'm a sucker for the uh, fast, slow pattern. But it's also with like claimers and stuff. These are stakes, great horses. Like I, you know, a bullet workout, that's not advertising for them to claim the horse. so They're blowing it out. This is just what the horse is capable of. Um, You know, and I'm seeing 
a lot of horses, you know, pop off the all weather here at, at Saratoga so far. It just looks like every single one of these look like they can be improving. Uh, I saw a lot of horses yesterday uh, in the PPs that were coming off of all weather and definitely did improve coming off of it. Uh, good choice of jockey, I think. Get size up and size isn't going to let the race get too far away from him. So, uh, you know, if it's tough to make up ground, I think Triple Trey will still be in a position where, uh, you know, he doesn't have too much left to do. So that's the top pick at 10 to 1. I'm also using the one here uh, called the Calvary. Um, Call the Calvary is in for Kenny McPeak. Got Irad up. This ride fits Irad a little bit more. As no, you know, I think we talked about with Barry is, you know, Irad's not really the best on the front. Um, Can fuck up a wet dream on the front, especially if Jose's closing uh, behind him. I'm not saying, I didn't say anything. No, just ignore that. Uh, Bobbled the break in the debut uh, and one last out after bobbling the break. Uh, just coolly and calmly tracked, you know, to a length, length and a half off the pace and then took over in the stretch, you know, very impressive first out ev- effort where it passed horses after enco- encountering tra- uh, trouble. I mean, that's huge. The other one I'm going to use, and this one is a big price. So I'm going to talk about it a little bit more as if it were a first, uh, you know, top pick is the six ramming speed. People are going to fade this horse because it's coming from Prescott downs. That's fair. It's not that they have the best racing, but it's not like they're all completely without talent. Uh, I think another reason that they're going to fade, and what's interesting here, is that the last races were actually at four and a half furlongs. But there's some interesting stuff going on in these four and a half furlong races. Uh, Yes, the races were short, but it actually kind of makes the links that back that the horse was at the first call uh, feel like they're worth a little bit more. I mean, one and a half links when, when a, you know, in a four and a half furlong race is, is a lot bigger deal than it is maybe like a six furlong race or, you know, seven furlong race. But, you know, at that short a distance, I mean, you got to be up pretty, you know, up close. Uh, you know, one and a half lengths probably feels like mid pack at that point. Um, it was even deeper back when it closed into the, pay, you know, closed into place in, a, in the debut. You have real sharp, you know, two works before. Uh, the win at, uh, you know, Presque Isle Downs and then the fast, slow pattern. And uh, if you think I'm a dirty little pig boy for horses on the all weather, oh, wait for the ones that are training on the all weather, too. Little pig boy. Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch, baby. Mistress gets the stand on. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So I think this one is cranked. And uh, I'll probably actually drop a win bet on this horse too, not just use it in horizontals. Here we are onto the last leg, race 11, five and a half furlongs, $136,500 maiden special weight. Just round it up to 137, dog. Like at this point, like it's just what's 500 more? We can just call it the 700. And if the, you know, whoever won, like got their share, and they're like, oh, oh, it was 500 light. Okay. No, that's cool. Cause uh, no, I'll take it. Oh, it's all right. Cause $136 is fucking ridiculous. That is huge. That's a huge purse. Uh, but in typical Saratoga fashion, the, f- the finale is uh, an absolute real ball buster of a send off. Uh, the field has, you know, firsters and a good short, short, sorry, a good share of horses that have looked good so far, but just haven't quite graduated yet. Whenever you get fields like this, you have to pick a pedigree or trainer angle or works uh, with a first timer and shoot. Or if you're taking a horse that has some racing history, you have to ask what's different today. 
And the most obvious changes that yield some of the best results are medication changes, equipment changes, uh, including the ultimate equipment change, uh, removing the the old skin chandelier. That's right. The first time gelding. Um, the reason those are the most obvious changes because they list them in the report. Like you're you're not really gonna know if they messed with the horse's food or you know any other sort of those crazy things. This is the stuff we know about. These are the changes that that we know that we have clues and can use. My top pick is gonna be the twelve by E Lounge at uh, five to one. Um, Sands uh, skin chandelier, aka testicles. That's right. I'm talking about a gelding, Ar- American Pharaoh baby here for Bill Mott. It's a huge cutback and is really big early speed uh, at those longer distances. So it could be really hard scent. Like if this horse, you know, doesn't have to make it a mile uh, or longer, then it, you know, can just burn all this energy on the front. I like, like I said, kind of the outside posts uh, at this five and a half sprint distance because, uh, you know, the inside can kind of get pinched off a little bit um, until they start moving out the, uh, the temporal distance. Um you know, I, if this one is fast enough and, and clear, you know, to cross over this you know, cross over and get to the lead of this field, uh, this horse could be just an absolute handful to track down. And I think that price is great at five to one. And then we're also going to use three more horses. This is the, I think the first chalk I've picked in this sequence, uh, but it's going to be the two beer run at two to one, uh, speed on the inside is at a disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just said that. But this is one of the ones uh, that could actually be fast enough to clear from that rail draw. That's the old, that is the trick. That is the trick for uh, those those inside posts. Is you you have to be fast enough to get out and be able to dictate your own path. Your own path. Um, you know, I, I think the beer run is potentially one to do it. Um, if I didn't have that, you know, bias thought in my head then uh beer run is probably the top pick, but until they move that temporal out, I'm staying away from that inside draw. Uh, and then I'm also using the four flat top box nine to two. This one has some early speed and uh, tried to close up stalking position last time faded after getting, you know, within a head, you know, could maybe pass horses. I'm not sure if uh, this horse just kind of, fl- you know, flattened out or if it didn't want to go by or what the deal was. So I think flat top box might be on the precipice of passing. So we are including, including that one. And then we're wrapping it up. Last horse we're using is the first time in the five nickel nickel at 10 to one for Danny Gargan. Luis Sia is up on the first or uh, Gargan has a great record with turf starters, uh, but his firsters and especially f- debuts on turf have been fucking terrible. Uh, he gets a pass though. I'm giving it a pass and I'm playing his horse because you know what? There takes two to tango. So just because the trainer is bad at one thing doesn't mean he's always going to have only horses that are always bad at the same thing all the time. And if you realize that you become wise to a lot of great prices in this game, you know how to make a ton of money. Bet huge on a 0% trainer, the time that they're going to win. It's shit like that. That gets you paid. Um, The workout reports really solid works uh heading into this race uh probably the most solid workout grades of any of the first time starters so that's it we are using the 12 the two the four the five my beagle is if you guys can hear it i'm sure you can because she's fucking loud she's going nuts right now so you know what i'm gonna wrap up this ticket i'm gonna get out of here everyone get a good night's sleep be ready for toga tomorrow all right here's that pick five ticket in the first leg the seven race seven we were three seven 
in the second leg, race eight, four, five, 10, 11. In the third leg, race nine, six, and seven. In the fourth leg, race 10, one, six, seven. And in the finale, the race 11, the fifth leg, two, four, five, 12. So three, seven with four, five, 10, 11, with six, seven, with one, six, seven, with two, four, five, 12. That's a $96 ticket at the 50 cent base. It's a hundred bucks for several hours of fun. Where, where you, no one, no one gives you several hours of fun for like a hundred bucks anymore. Just, I, for one, I don't know what drug prices are like anymore. Cause I don't want buy, you know, like drugs, drug, you know, not a, I'm sure I, weed pricing is probably the same, but like that's, that was written on a stone by Moses. No big deal. Anywho, that's it. That's going to do it for us here at the notorious OTB. Uh, don't forget. We got more merch. Go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, check out the brands. You'll see the Notorious OTB. Get yourself a mug. Get yourself a shirt. Do all that stuff. Uh, that's it. We'll catch you next week. We'll be talking more, do- you know, Toga, Mike Pepper, Pepper, and some Delmar. Good night.